Hello there and welcome to today's Franchise Radio Show. Today I'd like to introduce you to a speaker that I've uh, been introduced to and that uh, works with a number of people I know of. Uh, his name is Tony Malcolm and uh, give me a bit of his background. He's um, basically the owner of First Class Capital in Rabina in Queensland on the Gold Coast. He's got a lot of business experience. Goodness me, he's, he's worked across a whole range of industries and he certainly uh, understands everything about the financial needs of business. He's uh, a chartered accountant, 35 years of commercial experience, He's been involved in consulting to small and medium-sized businesses, helping them grow, become more profitable, particularly when you look at financing. Um, he's also, over the years, worked in a past number of industries, including import, distribution, retail, shipping, travel, printing, and this goes on, oil and gas and construction. So he's put his head around most businesses out there, and uh, all of that has given him a lot of knowledge about the sort of cash flow ride that businesses endure. Um, as part of the First Class Capital Group, he's got access to a great array of financial products that uh, will improve their cash flow and increase sales and, of course, smooth out the ups and downs of business. This is all part of the revolutions I see in finance these days. We don't have to rely just on the bank anymore. For innovative financiers with really great arrangements and schemes that uh, can help you. Tony, um, welcome to our franchise radio show. It's lovely to be talking to you. Oh, thanks, Brian. Um, I just get kick the ball off actually. Um, just we might just run through some of the sorts of issues that people face and that way introduce how they can overcome them with a matter of different uh, funding uh, aspects and so forth. So starting off at the beginning, of course, we. What are the cash flow difficulties that you see most small businesses facing these days? Well, I think as everyone in business knows, cash is tank, and lack of it is one of the, the key reasons why businesses fail. So, you know, it, it's, it's important to make sure that you can actually get over the highs and lows that occur in business and survive and be, be one of the businesses that's still going in 10 years' time and not one of the statistics of fuck it. So, you know, some of the key areas that I've come across with businesses where they um, get into difficulty are simply up front having to pay for stock um, before they sell it, particularly if you import stock. You know, I've, I've come across a number of people that import from China. They've got to pay for the goods before they leave China. So you've got, obviously, deposits paid up front, a time to manufacture the goods, time to ship them to Australia before you can even get them into a warehouse and try to sell them. So, you know, that time lag in between, your money's tied up and you've got no opportunity to actually release it. So having, you know, some, some sort of alternatives to try and use for that is certainly an advantage. <coughs> that is not paying you when you expect them to. Every business faces that. And you, you try to sort of project out when your debtors are going to pay and inevitably they don't and they let you down. And that then causes a knock-on effect within your business. The unexpected that occurs in a business, and every business faces this one. It's repairs and maintenance or machinery breakdown that occurs. You know, if it's a key piece of equipment, you've got to get it back up and running, and if that costs a few thousand dollars and you don't have it at that time, what are you going to do? Um, other one-off costs, like rebranding, is a good example. You know, um, if you can spread the cost on something like that, it makes it a lot easier. Otherwise, that can really impact the, the cash flow. Another typical one that I come across is the the age-old problem of failing to put money aside for tax and super. So many businesses intend to do it, but 
other things take over, and before they know it, fast time or super time's come around. We're having other funds that pay. And then probably probably one of the last ones I've got on the list here is just simply being able to free up funds to expand the business. It's often a real constraint that I find with businesses that they just have, don't have enough cash flow to be able to actually expand. Yeah, that's certainly something we see in franchising where businesses are, are growing, need to invest in more infrastructure and so forth. Uh, so, um, so when we look at those areas with cash flow, um, there's some quite remarkable products around these days. Can you just run through and describe the sorts of options that people have got that people need to know about if they're in business to, uh, to understand how they can make life a lot easier? Yeah, sure. Um, with First Class Capital, some of the key products that they've got, firstly there's a product called Insight. And Insight is used to fund supplier payments. So you've got a, a, an invoice, a rebranding invoice could be a, a, a good example where you have new signage and stationery and things like that all done up, and you need to pay those invoices. And Insight enables you to do that over a six-month period and spread the payments. So it makes it a lot easier on your cash flow. Another product that may be useful is Accelerator. Accelerator is a product that enables you to factor better invoices. And it's it's a pretty typical type of factoring product that enables you to get 80% of the value of the invoice up front and then the balance once it's paid by the customer. Another product that could be of interest as well is one called RMA, Retail Merchant Advance. And this one really applies to um, businesses that take a lot of credit card payments. So what they can do is effectively get an overdraft and pay it back out of future merchant receipts. Now, th these are all products that are designed to solve short-term cash flow issues. They're not, they're not long-term things. They're typically things that are anywhere between one month and maybe 10 months, depending on what the product is. Right. Actually, that, that's uh, advanced credit card receipts is one that I wasn't familiar with, and certainly when we look at retail, um, it's it's applicable to uh, to most businesses these days. Uh, we all know credit card receipts are the, the vast majority of people's payments. Uh, so that's that's quite a big one, quite useful. So I suppose when we look at that, I'm going to the technicalities of these products, but can you give us some examples of how you know, people can take advantage of these a little bit? Better? Yeah, sure. I mean, some, some obvious examples are the one that I touched on at the start, the problem with stock. So you, you can buy your stock and then spread repayments over up to six months. That's particularly useful if you've got a seasonal type business. I've come across many where they sell most of their goods at Christmas time. So they've got to buy the majority of their stock in leading up to Christmas and then wait until they get their money in. So it can often constrain the amount of stock that they can buy. So by doing this, it might enable you to buy more which means you can sell more. Um, another example is simply paying super on time. There are new rules for SuperStream that many businesses will be aware of from the 1st of July this year. And it's going to make a lot more visibility with ATO on um, super and when it's been paid. Whereas one of the problems in the past was there was a dis disconnect between ATO knew that you were paying wages and PAYD to them but they didn't know whether you paid the super to the super fund. Superstream bridges that gap, and now they know both. So if you don't pay on time, the penalties will probably come in much, much quicker than they ever would have done before. So it's much more important now that you, that uh, all businesses pay 
on time on the 28th of the month past the end of the quarter. Yeah, that's a big one, isn't it? Um, it really is, and, and it's probably one that most people haven't really thought too hard about yet, but when they hit the 28th of October, when the first payment is due, they need to be very conscious of that and make sure that they have got the money there to pay it. But if they haven't, we've got a product that can help them. Tell me, on that one, um, what's the sort of um, application time for something like that? I mean, if you say it's when suddenly you realise you're short of funding, for some particular reason, something pops up, you don't expect it. So how quickly can these funds be made available to someone? Provided it's within our standard limits, then within 24, maximum 48 hours, we can have an approval. We can get high limit approvals, but it just takes a little longer, typically about a week is what it would take, and there's a, a little bit more paperwork involved in that. Right. Are we talking about limits as far as loan amounts are concerned? What are the sort of parameters for the quick loans? Uh, yeah, I mean, like, inside, for example, the, the standard limit is 25000 So with very minimal paperwork and within 24 or 48 hours, you can have an approval for 25000 on that. Excellent. Okay. You mentioned as well about um, uh, also the person funding to spread over, say, six months, if you're looking at, you mentioned about, you know, rebranding, those sorts of things, machinery breakdowns. How, how does that actually operate? Um, it, it's the costs of it are dependent on the, the time period that you take it over. Right. And typically what happens is that you upload an invoice for a supplier into an online system. So that's another part that we're going to come to a little later, but it's all self-managed. So once your account is set up, you have access to an online portal. You just go into the portal, and as long as it's within your limits, you just upload the invoice and all of the details of it, the time period that you want it for. And within, I think within site, within Five working days, the invoice is paid for that supplier. An email sent in between to the supplier to ask them to confirm that it's a, a proper amount that's owed to them. And that's it. Simple as that. And then repayments are taken by direct debit over the following six months. Excellent. If that's the period that you want to take it over. Tremendous. That's great. You mentioned about the the factoring, of course, which is a, it's been around for for many years, but it's changed in some ways over that time. Um, what sort of what sort of amount of a debtor invoice can you uh, can you fund from that point of view, from a factoring aspect? There, there really is no limits for any of these things. The limit that I talked about for inside is just the standard amount. If you want more than that, then all they need to do is provide a little bit more information and. You know, our credit team will have a look at that, and, and you know, 99 out of 100 times, they're, they're going to approve it. So, a debtor invoice, um, 40,000 is what the limit is as standard, um, and what they can get back on that when they factor it is 80% of the value. Typically, our accelerated product is used for what we call spot factoring. So, it's more, you've got one large invoice, that somebody is going to pay at some point in the future and you don't know exactly when, and you want to get that money now. Right. Okay. That's, that sounds interesting. One it's, uh, I'm obviously naive in these areas these days, not being in, in retail or having a lot of funding, but one that fascinated me was the one you mentioned 
about um, uh, with credit cards, the fact you can get an advance against future credit card receipts. So, I mean, when you, as a, as a business, when you get a credit card payment, that's usually processed and it's in your account in two or three days, but you're saying, so what's the mechanics of using your credit card receipts, um, you know, to, to get this overdraft, to get this uh, forward payment, as it is? Okay. The, the way that RMA works is that we have a look at your last three merchant statements, and let's say, for argument's sake, that the average sales that we're going through on the merchant statements for the last three months was 20000 a month. We'll give you an advance of up to 50% of that. So you get a $10,000 overdraft, effectively, and then, again, you can choose the term that you want to have that taken back over anywhere between one and six months. And all that happens from there is we sweep a percentage of your future merchant receipts in order to repay that. Excellent. So it's really a great form of, of overdraft, as you say. So but when we look at, at that, um, obviously we must be able to think about cost-effectiveness. That's right, because it can get quite expensive, whatever source of borrowing you use. I know interest rates are sort of historic these days, but what's some cost-effective ways you can use these products from that point of view? Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, some, some of the things that I've come across before, particularly if you import from China, it gives you the opportunity to perhaps fill a container that might only be half full or go from a 20-foot to a 40-foot container and bring more goods in. And that makes your freight cost much more economic by doing that and, and effectively could offset against the cost of financing. So that's, that's a really great way of doing it. Another one that uh, I, I always encourage people who want to use Insight to do is pay your supplier up front and negotiate an extra discount from them. So when I say up front, I mean when you order. So not, not even in normal terms. You're offering something that they wouldn't normally get when they'd offer you they'd, they'd give you terms of paying so at the end of next month. You pay them now for the goods and get say, for example, a ten percent discount off them. You know, and in doing so, that's a smart way to stop setting the cost on it and You've paid them up front, and then you spread your costs over six months. So you're the winner from a cash flow perspective. Excellent. Uh, that's fascinating. It's something people need to, to look into in more detail, and that's where uh, we'll be offering an opportunity for people to have a chat to you. But when I look at some of these, you know, I don't know personally um, what sort of uh, machinery the bank provides these days, or sort of tools they offer. You no doubt do. But what do you see? as the advantages of this range of options over traditional bank loans and so forth. Yeah, I think as I touched on earlier, you know, one of the key things is a very easy online application with minimal paperwork. So like um, all that's required to get a, a standard limit for say Insight or one of the other products is two bank statements and three bank statements to be provided. So it's relatively simple, and within 28, 24 to 48 hours, you've got an approval on that. If it's RMA, the retail merchant advance, then it's the merchant statements that are required for that. You can still get higher limits, but then we need some financials to be provided for that, and it just takes a little bit longer. Yes. The ease of application is, is a great advantage to it. I'm sure most people have uh, been through the bank loan route before where you've got a 20-page document and they want to know everything you've ever done in your life five times over. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, it does. It does get long-winded, frustrating, and uh, then you end up saying, no, "I'm sorry, we haven't got any funds available at the moment." So, so what you're saying is limited amounts of funds. What you're going to do is provide public bad statements and some bank statements, and then basically get the ball. You've got to provide three years financials and all sorts of information on and so forth. Really that simple? It, it's really that simple. Oh. And other key advantages that there are over the like of what the bank's going to provide you is there's no property security. You know, it's pretty hard these days to get any sort of loan from the bank without them having a mortgage over your house or something like that. So, yeah, that's a huge advantage of this. You don't have to put anything up for it. I, I think that's particularly... Uh, you mentioned a few other things, I think, which are interesting you know, about being able to handle it all online so you can do it yourself in your own time, whatever hour of the night or day it is, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah that's, that's, again, a great advantage. So once you set up with your limit that you need, then you, you just log in whenever you need to and you take up, put, put the details on it, whatever it is you require, and it's just processed. Simple as that. Right. And, and then really the last one that, that is a, a big difference between what the banks offer is there's no ongoing fees. You only pay for what you use. Most bank loans or facilities of any description, particularly overdraft and things like that, they're charging you every month whether you use it or not. Yeah. With this, you've got small application fee of $250 to open the account, but beyond that, there are no fees. You only pay when you decide to use Insight or RMA or whichever product you want to use. That's, 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 a, that's a great point, and uh, that's something I think warrants people's uh, research as far as that's concerned. So, I mean, the, the points I've noticed here that, that alerted me um, and made, made it of interest to me, and I thought definitely to our listeners when I first spoke to Tony, was just several points. I'll just run through the reinforcement. Number one is he's actually getting into future this is, this is a form of, of, of payment or overdraft if you like I think that's tremendous and of course being able to pay the stock in advance I think the idea of negotiating with a supplier as you say pick up five or ten percent discount that's a huge element and uh, and it cost you that much to fund it so you're actually getting in front um, and you're going to be your supplier's favorite uh, favorite um, uh, Business operation, I think, because they're going to love you from that point of view. Um, the, the other thing is spreading these areas, like, you know, we've got to invest in maybe new signage, new marketing, new websites, and maybe, I suppose, putting new outlets, that sort of thing, where you get a drawer on your cash and so forth. That's very useful. And the debtor invoices, um, you know, from the point of view of just uh, factoring, are really, really useful. So, the other point I noted really was the fact it's pretty easy, it's online, and you don't get these ongoing fees. So I think we've covered briefly really the picture. It doesn't do justice to explaining it in more, more detail. So, um, Tony, you said you're happy to have with anybody who'd like to know a little bit more about any of these products. Is that something we can offer to uh, our listeners now? Sure. I mean, I'm, I'm happy to talk to anyone who's got an interest in this. Um, if, if they're not available on the Gold Coast for me to go and visit them, then technology these days is great because we can use all sorts of products to be able to connect over the internet and you know, have a, a web meeting. So, yep, I'm, I'm open for any questions. 
Right, okay. And your contact details, I'll put them in the, in the, uh, the email when I send this out and with the... Uh, but perhaps you give us, what's the best way for someone to contact you? Is it an email or a phone number? What's the best way, Tony? Oh, look, either one. If, if I'm tied up and I'm leaving it, we've got a voicemail from my phone. But, yeah, either email or that, which, whichever's easier for them. Okay. Uh, can you just give the listeners your, your phone number first? Let's do that one first. Yep, my mobile number is 04323-61055. Okay, it's 0432-261055. And email address, I'll just drop you a note. Yep, there's just tony.malcolm, M-A-L-C-O-L-M, at firstclasscapital.com.au. Okay, and first class is written out, uh, first, F-I-R-S-T, class... Yeah. The word first, yep. Okay, excellent. Tony, thanks very much. I really appreciate that. I hope everybody's picked up some knowledge there, and uh, I suggest it's probably worth listening to this recording again with a notepad and pen in hand. And, Tony, I look forward to speaking to you again. And uh, everyone that's listening, look forward to being online with you again with our next Franchise Radio Show. All right. Thanks very much, Brian. It's a pleasure.